0: Before we dive into this episode, I have an exciting offer for you. You know that my passion is simplifying formulation for all hairstylists. Right now, my best-selling masterclass, Hair Color Formulation Simplified, is on sale for only $47. To get yours now, simply go to my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com forward slash simple. Today is a solo episode. It's been quite a while since I've gone solo and even longer since I've done a WTF Wednesday. And recently, I get all of my material from Facebook forums. There was a post from someone who was very upset that her client's hair was coming out like crazy, breaking off and shedding and was a horrible mess. And when she explained her process... She shared that it was a foil highlight and that the foil, the lightener was left on in foils for over three hours on the client's hair. And the answers that people gave her really made me shake my head. Uh, Not a single person said, maybe it's because you left lightener on, overlapped on existing blonde for three hours. I think that because there's bond builders and there's really great conditioners and all of the technology has moved us further into a new age of being able to push the hair a little further than we could before, I think people think that hair is never going to break and that we can just do whatever we want to do. And it's simply not true. So she had admittedly overlapped on previous blonde hair. Um, she said she wasn't sure if she could just stop it right before the blonde and that it took her so long to get through the highlight that it was sitting on for over three hours. And all of the answers that she received were excuses. So I want to ask you, are you playing the blame game? Are you making excuses when something goes wrong in the salon or or are you taking ownership and saying, maybe I need some further education. Maybe there is a better way. You know, it's easy to make excuses when we have a mistake and blame it on, you know, oh, the shampoo assistant was supposed to take her down and she took too long or um, I don't know, she was under heat too long, which I hope that person wasn't under heat at all. But a lot of the reasons that were being given were giving this stylist a pass saying, it's not you, it's it's the client. She probably has well water was, was one of the biggest answers. She probably has well water. She probably has minerals. She's probably on medication. Is she on antidepressants was one of the questions. I know. She probably was vaccinated. That's what it is. So now in our COVID world, everyone's starting to blame COVID vaccinations or lack of vaccinations or medications on things that simply were a chemical being misused. So understand your product, understand the strength of your product. Most hairstylists don't realize that higher volumes of developer don't make the hair lighter. It just gets the hair lighter faster. And with anything in life, faster is not always better, and faster is not always safest. So take your time, lower your volume, and respect the hair as the fiber that it is. You know, when you're wearing your hair long, you can only abuse your hair so much before it's going to say, peace out, I'm out of here and break off. It just is what it is. So putting a bond builder into your lightener does not give you a license to overprocess hair and overlap existing blonde. If your blonde on the ends needs to be refreshed, you can pull a foil out and take your finger and pull some of that lightener down over the ends for like a minute at the sink. Right before you rinse it off. That's all that hair needs to clean off any kind of dingy, you know, mineral deposits that are making it look dull or overtoning. All it needs is a minute or two with that lightener, not the entire time that it takes in order to make the natural hair become lighter, become as light as the ends in a highlight situation. So these are things we all learned in beauty school. But for some reason, somewhere along the way, we thought we could get away with things. We start to work faster. We start to sneak clients in when we shouldn't. And that's something else I wanted to talk about. Are you wearing busy like a badge of honor? I hear people say all the time, I'm so busy. Oh my gosh, I'm so busy. And I used to be that person. I worked in the salon eight, 10, mostly 12 hour days and I wore that like a badge of honor. I'm such a hard worker. Nobody's, nobody works as hard as I do. And guess what? Nobody cares. You know, now I have, you know, bad knees, bad back, bad shoulder, all kinds of injuries to my body from abusing my body when nobody really cared. Of course, the clients loved it because they were squeezed in and spoiled and got my attention and my physical strength was used on them. But there was nothing left. When I got home to my family, I didn't even want to have a conversation because I was talking all day long with all different clients and staff members and other, other staff members' clients just talk, 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 talk all day and being busy, busy, busy. And what I found after doing extensive you know, therapy and life coaching is that busy is avoidance. Busy is a sign that something is not going well in your life that you are choosing to avoid by saying busy. I often said when I look at my calendar and I see white empty space, it stresses me out. When my husband sees our calendar and sees busy ink filled spaces, it stresses him out. I think that's why we're still married after 30 years. We're completely opposite. So he would always say to me, you don't have to work 12 hours a day. You don't have to squeeze all those clients in. We're okay. We have enough. You know, what, what are you trying to prove? And I would say, oh my gosh, I'm just so busy. You know, I have so many clients. And what I know now that I did not realize then is that I was working hard and not smart. What I needed to do instead of adding hours was add to my ticket, raise my prices, If I had known that business model of supply and demand early in my career, I would have known that busy means time for a raise. And nobody was holding me back from a raise but me. I was in my own way because of my money story. And we all have a money story that we grow up with. And if you don't do the work to change your money story, you're always going to undercharge and be overworked. And I can tell you from personal experience that when you walk away from that chair, which I did recently, three years ago, when you walk away from that chair, it's like you were never there. Your clients move on. They go to the next colorist. The colorist that they went to happened to be one of the people that I trained to take my place. I feel blessed that that happened, that the salon was able to sustain all of our business. We didn't miss a beat. But... When you put in 12 hours a day and you keep squeezing people in and you honor and serve your clients for that amount of years, and then you leave and it's like you never existed, it really makes you think back to all of the sacrifices that you made when there really wasn't that much reward. You know, when hairstylists retire, which (laughs) that actually makes me chuckle when I say retire, most hairstylists don't retire, they die. They die they pass away when they're still doing hair it doesn't matter how old they are most do not have the gift of successful retirement we don't get health care benefits we don't get paid vacation we don't get a pension we don't get a 401k most salons i shouldn't say all because some corporate salons are set up where they can do those things and they pay a lower commission but everything's changing in our industry and it's so competitive with commission rates because Now stylists are going into solo suites. They no longer have to play the, do I get a raise? When do I get a raise? They're taking matters into their own hands. But what they're not realizing is they have to be really safe with their money and really plan for taxes because you think that, you know, oh, all the money that's coming in, now I get to keep it. But at the end of the year, when you find out that you owe all that money in taxes, you may not have been putting that money away. Something a lot of people don't realize in the salon industry is, especially for this time of year, um, is gift certificates. You know, we get all excited when our clients are asking to purchase gift certificates. As a salon owner, I used to be thrilled when we sold a lot of gift certificates until I realized that it's false money. It's money that the salon thinks that they earned, but it hasn't been paid out in commission yet because the service hasn't happened. So what happens is a client will come in in a slow month, you know, December is really busy and that's when they're buying these gift cards. The client who receives the gift card may not redeem it until, I don't know, March. And that's when it's spring break and the college kids are coming home and want to get their hair done. Um, You know, it's a busy time in the salon and you're not looking for that type of income at that time. So... That can be false income, and if you're a smart salon owner or if you're a suite owner listening to this, put that money in an account and pretend it doesn't exist. That's the only way that gift cards and gift certificates are good for your business is if you completely treat it as if it's not there so that when they're redeemed, you're able to pay your staff member and see true profit. So these are all the things that when you wear that badge of honor of I'm so busy, You don't even have time to think about. I can't tell you how many times I missed out on really big, awesome sales from my supply companies on hair color or gloves or wax strips or any of those little incidentals. I would just look up, see that we had none left and order. So I didn't take advantage of those seasonal deals that could have saved me a lot of money at the end of the year. So if you're wearing busy as a badge, Don't be proud of how busy you are. Take time to make sense of your schedule and give yourself a break. Give yourself a raise because busy means your prices aren't high enough. If you are 80% booked for two weeks out for three months in a row, it's time for a raise. So raise your prices, stop being so busy, and start enjoying your life, but plan for retirement stop getting the designer handbag. If I could tell you how many designer handbags are sitting in my closet right now. I live at the beach. Nobody cares if I have a Gucci bag. Nobody. I could walk around with a supermarket plastic bag as my purse here. Nobody would care. They would think it was awesome. So all that money in handbags and leased cars and, you know, fancy dinners out and hotel stays I was constantly running away from my busyness, trying to find peace and relaxation in a life that was packed with busyness. So take time for yourself, even if it's just a simple cup of tea with the lights dimmed, with the TV off, with the kids not around, not at work. Take that time out for yourself. Look at that schedule and find out where you can make space. Because when you don't leave space, there's no room for dreams to get in. You can't reach your your dream life if you're so busy living the life that you're living, most times unhappily. So make that space, raise those prices, and stop being busy. And stop playing the blame game. When you screw up a color, own it, take some classes, and find out why it happened. So it doesn't happen again, but don't blame it on medication or a vaccine. Stop playing the blame game. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll take the time to leave a review on iTunes, and I hope that you'll go over to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel where I have hundreds of videos on all things hair color. See you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.